0: What's going on everyone? Welcome back to episode 38 of More Wrestling's podcast. I'm your host Dylan Morrison. I'm joined today by my co-host Zach Rolfe. What's going on today Zach? Not too much man.
1: Busy B. Grinding. My boy my boy, joined the prison RTC today.
0: I saw that. Yeah. Had, uh, <laughs> running up those hills in the yard you know what I'm saying? Like that prison yard is no joke.
1: That's a fact. And the tree kept beating him up, so hey,
0: he smacking his face off of it.
1: You <laughs> <laughs> would think he would just run around it, but he was just running through it. I don't, I don't know. He's seven. He you look, I was just hype he came up to me He said, Dad, can we go do our exercises today? And I was like, You
0: wanna go do your exercises today?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: <laughs> that tree's gonna make him tougher in the long run. You just gotta find a bigger oh yeah.
1: oh yeah, and then and then this jerk freaking suckered me into doing a plank with him.
0: Dude, I I don't have
1: a plank body. I don't I don't do that anymore. I got a dad bot, all right? I don't dude made me do a whole two minute plank and I was like, oh man. Whew, that's what sort of is catching up to me. <laughs> you
0: gotta join the prison RTC, man.
1: I'm gonna I'm, I'm probably gonna have to. Dude's gonna motivate me and make me wanna work out now.
0: Yeah, it makes you tougher for sure. But yeah, no, it's it's been busy on my end as well. Uh, last Wednesday we just finished our high school season. I mean, it was just a five week thing. Um, obviously you can't really travel around the state i mean things were just starting to open up which was really nice our last week of wrestling um we were able to have two mats out on the football field and uh we had fans for the first time and actually that that day was the first day we were allowed to not wear masks so we we could have as many fans as we wanted um and then we could you know obviously not wear our mask so it was kind of really great The the kids
1: have to wear them while they wrestled no what
0: yeah yeah,
1: that's sick. That's a good sign for next year, though. That means we're probably going to be full glow, hundred percent, no problems next year.
0: Yeah, no doubt. I mean, it was it was awesome. Like the environment, just to, to be outside, the fan, like listening to the fans yell and all that stuff and cheer for a freaking takedown. I mean, that's something the kids haven't heard in the last four weeks. So uh, it was definitely a great cap to this season, and I'm glad actually we hosted it at Canton. Um, shout uh, shout out Canton, real quick. Um, we, we were on Flow Radio Live last week uh oh yeah you were i uh, heard Robert that clark, yeah which that rumor of mitch clark being stanford's assistant coach or whatever coach um is definitely i don't think true <laughs> i mean well, i watched that one it's, well i mean i man. i told uh, piles after that too because actually piles his in-laws or something like that he said lives in canton so it's interesting a little small world but uh I think he mentioned that, that day too yeah i think he did um Let's talk about some of the stuff that's happened in the last, I don't know, few weeks. We haven't been on since we've had Skyler on. It's
1: been like two weeks since we've had an episode. Like, life has just smacked us both in the face the last two weeks.
0: Yeah, been rough. So. Um, so over this past weekend, Team New York sent um, a team out to the Schoolboy Duels out in Indiana, 14 and under. Uh, down in Indiana, we went 7-3 and three in freestyle. Some notable guys that had decent records at 83 pounds. Cooper Merrily went 9-1. At 102 pounds, Jacob McBee went seven and two. 106, Aiden Boutry, eight and two. 114 pounds, Waylon Winsman went seven and three, and 130, Griff Plant went nine and one. And then uh, over in the Greco team, New York finished three and four at 130 pounds. Griff Plant went six and one, and at 187 slash 250 pounds, Ray Serta went six and one as well.
1: Yeah, I gotta give a shout out to my guy Joey Mashantonio. He did he had the best weekend ever, but you know he's just started wrestling freestyle Greco, and uh, taking a trip all the way out to Indiana for your first first big event like that is that's a big one. So I I gotta give some props to him too.
0: Yeah, I mean Team New York they had seventeen matches. Uh, I don't have the link up, so I can't see, but my buddy Chris Adams was the head coach out there for the um, for the event and for the schoolboy team. But he he mentioned like it's it's obviously a huge thing for those kids to experience that you know early on in their their uh, freestyle career especially their their middle school slash high school career um you know it's definitely something that helps propel them forward i know a few of our new york studs have done that in the last few years
1: yeah i mean tyler and and tyler Ferrer and donovan sutton were up there
0: yeah yeah true so yeah that definitely helps some of those guys um taking the trip out to indiana the midwest and getting some wrestling in Let's talk about the, uh, the home team, Elmira, the, uh, go ahead and cover yeah, it.
1: So I got, I got some text messages over the last couple of weeks. There were some rumors going around, um, that the program was getting cut. The men's program is getting cut. Um, we just want to make sure everybody knows that's not true. All right. And Unf- they did have a little unfortunate changing of the guard. You know, I say unfortunate, but it's, you know, unfortunate, fortunate for different parties, but, um, the previous head coach unfortunately was let go. Uh, and they decided to move the women's head coach, who we actually had on the show um, not too long ago, Cody Griswold, is taking over the men's program, as well as maintaining his duties as a women's program. Um, he let me know that they're trying to find a couple of assistant coaches to help run the program. So it's moving; it's still moving forward. The program's not getting cut, guys. Stop. Don't be freaking out. It's all good. And That's all I got to say about it.
0: Yeah, no, I'm I'm definitely excited that there's uh, wheels in motion for you know obviously one coach leaves, but you know it seems like Cody's got things kind of secured there, and I'm looking forward to the future there.
1: Yeah, and you know I I liked Ian, I, I really did, and and the whole situation for him kind of I mean he got the short end of the stick. I mean he they had the COVID year, and man, it, I I feel for the guy. That was, that was that's a little rough rough ending there but
0: especially, especially um, on my end um you know ian obviously was named the elmira coach and i think like a week or two later he was at a tournament we were at he was actually during the high school season obviously not this past year but the year before the last normal season we had he was at like five of our tournaments recruiting one of our kids obviously recruiting several others too but he had one of our kids on board uh, we saw him at the journeyman states he, we saw him at battle in the berg I uh, was making his rounds everywhere in like Pennsylvania Anywhere we were, you know New York guys were wrestling or Pennsylvania guys were wrestling He was there, so yeah, no, I felt for him too But I think uh, the program's still in good hands
1: Yeah, for sure Cody, Cody's a great dude, he's very positive He has a high upbeat uh, personality So uh, I, I'm, I'm sure they're going to be just fine And, you know, being from Elmira And being from this area I have a, a vested interest in seeing the program succeed So um, I'm excited to see what Cody can do With the program going forward
0: Yeah, me too um, so let's move on to the Thousand Island Duels. So that's another rumor that, you know, things might not be a go. Uh, Thousand Island Duels have been on for like 17 years or something like that. I remember going to them a long time ago. Um, you know, my dad and, and Coach Bear and a few other guys, you know, they were coaching teams The the, the beginning of um, the Thousand Island Duels era. Uh, Pat Connors put this tournament on a long time ago, and there's been hammers that have been coming to the Thousand Island region um, in Clayton, New York, to to wrestle and scrap so it's been fun to see the tournament is a go, august 6th which is a friday through august 8th which is a sunday um usually first weekend in august is what it is and it's gonna be the same this year
1: yeah i think the issue with that was people kept going to the website and there was like it was like crashing or not working or where they would load up and they would get the notification that it's been canceled but that was the, that was a notification for last year's tournament so i you know we want to make sure we let everybody know definitely a go i'll be there you'll be there Mm -hmm. everybody in new york who's somebody will probably be there so make sure you come out watch some solid quality wrestling assuming we can have fans i know there's still some questions about capacity in the arena and whatnot so hopefully i mean we as you said you just hosted a pretty big event with no mask i know it's outside but you know i'm hoping we'll have a pretty good covid situation good Covid protocols at that point in the year
0: yeah especially jefferson county um hopefully everything's a go uh, with their county so yeah
1: all right so next next topic i want to give a small update um i had a meeting with um i had a new york state section four more specific um meeting for the women's task force trying to figure out how we can get women's wrestling in New York state sanctioned. Um, I, I want to give people an update cause I want, I want to hear ideas from people or I want to, you know, if you, if you want to help out or you want to volunteer or do whatever you can to help grow women's wrestling. But um, what we're looking for, I mean, essentially is any areas in New York state that have, you know, decent participation to kind of do a once or twice a week kind of hub, Something where girls can just come and have just a girls' practice, um, just to kind of help grow the situation. You know, I mean, if you got two girls on their team that might have a couple friends who want to wrestle, but they don't want to wrestle against guys, they can then say, "Hey, on Mondays we're only going. You know, it's all girls. We're gonna meet at this school at six o'clock, and all girls are. It's only girls. So you know, try to keep get some, you know, extra participation around around females and women's wrestling. So. Please, if you if you're interested in hosting or helping or anything like that, you can reach out to me and I could point you in the direction of who you need to contact or talk to, in order to uh, help us grow women's wrestling in New York State.
0: Yeah, I mean, as we mentioned in previous shows, there's there's more and more wrestlers, and the girls are looking. You know, they're they're looking tough, right? We're we're not just sending regular people out there. We're, we're these wrestlers, these girls are putting their time in to uh, you know be part of a sport, and I think it's it's right if we kind of sanctioned wrestling a woman girls wrestling here in new york because they definitely deserve it and i think it's gonna you know lead to greater things for for them and for uh you know just wrestling in general yeah and,
1: and you know what new york's a tough tough women's wrestling sport we just had jenna burkett in the olympic finals olympic trials finals you know we got we got we got some studs in the area alexis porters you know she was up there for a long time in the in the senior level, and. You know, going through the junior New 23 circuit, so I mean, just get involved, help us grow the sport, help us grow women's wrestling. Because here's the thing: women's wrestling grows, men's wrestling grows too. It's not, it's not you know one or the other. They're gonna help propel each other. So we gotta, we gotta bring more women into the sport of wrestling, so we can avoid situations like Stanford and Fresno, and you know, I mean, I heard, I heard a rumor that. Clemson might be bringing on a women's wrestling program. All right, big rumor, nothing official. Okay, but it's definitely—I've heard it's definitely a possibility, and almost kind of likely. You know, somebody was offering to um, to fund it, and it's going to help them because they're in a Title IX situation right now. It might help them um, get out of that issue. So, it's a possibility. All right, like I said, big rumor, nothing official. Probably not even officially discussed yet but it's out there so
0: yeah and it's it's nice to see because like Elmira we're talking about uh Cody Griswold and then my boy John Clark well he's not the the coach of the girls team out there now but um Sacred Heart and Elmira having these wrestling programs kind of well one's in New York one's you know right next to New York seeing them have you know a, a woman's team and I think it's gonna help you know grow the interest of young girls um in the sport of you know wrestling so pumped um, but yeah, let's give a shout out to Army real quick. They brought on Absolutely. Jesse Delvecchio. Um, so Jesse Delvecchio was a the Riders only national finalist. Uh, they brought him on the staff. He chose not to use his. You know, he, his last year was his, his last year. He, he decided not to come back. And he he almost went saying, to Penn State. Oh, really?
1: He was recruited pretty hard by Cal and decided I, he didn't want to use that last year. But
0: I mean, I can see why. But
1: he was recruited by Penn State. <laughs>
0: The smaller programs, I think, is where he's going to thrive at. But um, it's, it's nice to see that he's going to Army. He's definitely probably going to have his hands on PJ Winsanya and Marcus Hartman. Um, so excited to see where, where they end up this year with his uh his being in the room.
1: Yeah, so let's move in. Next, next topic here. I, we're moving kind of fast, but, you know, there's not a lot going on. Just kind of give you guys a little update on stuff that, that has been happening. Um, we've been putting out – some class of 22 and class 23 recruiting stuff. You've done a really nice job of getting that those profiles put out. They've been killing it. You know, I mean, they, they've been doing a nice job push, pushing, uh, pushing more wrestling together. But, um, let's, let's talk a little bit about these schools list. I know you did some work, did a little digging, reached out to some of these guys to get some school lists. What'd you, what you find here?
0: So yeah, it was pretty neat. Um, Willie Saylor sent me a message, sent me a DM and it was like, Hey, can you help me get school lists for, I think it was Soriano, Bear, and uh, Rocco Camilchi. And I said, Yeah, sure, absolutely. Let me get take give me, you know, half a day. And then he's like, I gave them to him, and then he's like, Give me a school list for Jayden Scott, which it's pretty easy to tell because he tweets a lot he's of posting people. them all out. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's doing a good job. So, uh, and number 31 on the, the big board, Matt Scouts, Willie Saylor's big board, uh, Jayden Scott, Brush Henrietta. Um, a few of the guys or a few of the teams he listed, you know, I don't know if these are. Teams that, you know, or he has been in contact to or just teams that have reached out to him or, or both. But uh, we've got Buffalo, Campbell, Edinburgh, Lehigh, Navy, West Virginia, and Wyoming. So so Campbell, um, they made an official visit to his house. Um, Lehigh- well,
1: that took a little uh, – we, we kind of figured that out on accident, didn't we?
0: <laughs> no, he posted that, I believe. Well, yeah, but we
1: figured it out before he posted it. Cause they said they were in New York. And... Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. So they, they said they were in New York. Um, <laughs> yeah. So he's the assistant coach at Campbell said, yeah, I'm in New York looking at a guy and we kind of obviously had our eyes peeled. He's looking at the four guys right here. I mean, I know one of them pretty darn well. And then, uh, right. and I knew they weren't at Rocco's. So I was like, yeah, I, I might've just sent him back a screenshot of our list. And I said, Jaden Scott's question mark. And he says, you know, bingo. So th- the next day there was a picture posted with him and the coach, um, later that week, Lehigh's like whole coaching staff um, traveled up to Rochester and stopped at Jaden Scott's house or it looked like a restaurant, to be honest with you, in the picture. But they made a visit. And then I think last week, Jaden Scott was down in West Virginia on an official visit. So he's definitely making his rounds and, and talking to a lot of coaches. Uh, yeah. Well, I,
1: you know, just kind of moving into Jordan Soriano, another another guy you had reached out to. Yeah. Um, he, he's he did what he's supposed to do he only gave us five schools yeah <laughs> state army columbia nc state and rutgers now i'm the guy who would love to see jordan soriano in the big 10 so please jordan go to rutgers but that also being said do what's best for yourself but i think his hand fight and the way he wrestles would be awesome to see wrestling underneath anthony ashnell and and coach Goodell.
0: yeah no i agree as well um and actually, I posted Jordan Soriano's uh, recruiting profile. You know, he might have been one of the last ones that I posted in that group. And I'm not going to say what, what college or what coach it was, but I got a, a college coach that sent me a DM said, hey, what's this kid's uh, contact information? So I obviously gave it to him. And uh, I, I don't know if, you know, that's going to add on to his list as well. I don't know, you know, where they've gone since then. Um, but I got the list, I think, right before I sent the contact information to him. So I'm excited, you know those profiles are reaching at the Division One head coaches. Um, yeah, dude,
1: that was such a good idea by you. Yeah. you're killing it with that, man. Seriously.
0: Yeah. Um, it's talking about the next guy. So at 143 on the big board, Carter Bear of Governor, he is looking at or has been talked to by Binghamton, Buffalo, Bucknell, Citadel, George Mason, NC State, and Rutgers. Um, and actually. Governor had a, a guy play in the NFL. He played for Rutgers, actually. He was on Rutgers football team back when they were like 10th in the country, early 2000s or early to mid-2000s. Um, he still lives in the Rutgers area, but his dad got a hold of it. And, you know, the coaching staff, he's not even on staff down there, the uh, the former Governor football player, but he he knows the uh, wrestling staff there. So he sends, uh, I think, Donnie Pritzlaff or whoever it was, uh, maybe it was Goodale, um, a thing saying, hey, you know, here's a. New York state champion governor, um, you know, where I went to school, he reached out to bear and I don't know how much contacts been made sense, but I just thought that was another cool thing. The profile kind of reached to them as well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I know bear is, uh, he had a visit from Binghamton, but I don't know about the other schools. Um, if he's had contacts from them as well or not, but.
1: go ahead, go ahead with Rocco.
0: Yeah. So at 151 Rocco Camalachi of Hilton high school, He kind of reached out to me, or I reached out to him, and he gave me three schools. And I think these three schools were all schools that he planned on taking official visits to in the near future. I honestly think one of them he already made an official visit to. But the three are Princeton, Virginia Tech, and West Virginia. So another New York guy who has West Virginia on his list. It's kind of interesting to see. Well,
1: So they actually, I mean, Tim Flynn's always done a really nice job recruiting New York State. And his teammate, No, well, his teammate, you know, Burgos goes to Edinburgh, where Tim Flynn used to be. Um, I don't know if there's any correlation Schaefer to that there, but
0: is going to West Virginia, right? Who? Schaefer. I, I thought one he? Of those guys, I he might be I mean they've got Titus down there as well. I thought there was two other guys in the class of 2021 going to West Virginia, and then you know Titus being one of them.
1: Yeah, I don't remember for sure off the top of my head, but. It definitely makes sense. They've always done a nice job. Tim Flynn's always done a nice job recruiting New York State. Um, he did coach uh, Gregor Gillespie, so and Gregor's still in New York right now. So that's, me, it, it would make sense that he does that well.
0: Yeah, recruits another Section 5 guy. Um, yeah. Cool thing about West Virginia, they've got Mitchell Port on their staff, and Mitchell Port followed us on Twitter. So shout out Virginia. West Virginia.
1: I would like to see West Virginia do well. I mean, I, I like Tim Flynn. He's always had a really tough program, and he's clearly doing a nice job recruiting at West Virginia. So, you know, props to him. Hope he does well. And I would like to see more New York guys get on there, more of our best guys. Obviously, we've seen Jaden Scott looking at him and Rocco looking at him. Um, maybe a couple of these guys might get on the radar as, as the season goes on. <clears throat> but moving into our next guy. Now, we've obviously had this guy on the show, Carter Schubert. He found his way into the national rankings this past week or so. He's number 24 at 145 now. Um He's done. He's been doing a nice job. He's kind of been posting and letting people know what's going on with his recruiting and stuff like that. He has not taken any official visits, but he has been doing some unofficial visits with Missouri. Um, he was down there last week. Uh, Coach Borshaw from Binghamton came up and saw him at his house recently. I don't know if I'm supposed to say this other one because, it's a li- it, you know, he, he sent me that privately and he hasn't posted publicly yet. So I'm going to leave that one out. But he is somewhere right now on, on an unofficial camp unofficial visit kind of thing so um, he's been doing a nice job he's getting around he's looking like he's going to probably get a good a good situation when when it's all said and done I'm excited to see what his final school list will be once he starts taking his officials
0: yeah um so talking about unofficial visits I guess I can say that as well I mean I, I guess it's probably not a secret too much but Carter Bear is going down to Binghamton tomorrow for an unofficial visit um, obviously some of these guys aren't going to take official visits until the guys are back on campus you know some of these guys have been let go for the wrestlers that are on college campuses have let go for you know what month or so some of them are coming back beginning of july mid-july depending on when their their school years ended but yeah uh,
1: that's typically the, that's typically what i hear too is like usually beginning of july or m- maybe mid-july yeah. usually mid-july is a little late but i've seen a lot actually uh titus said he's going to west virginia on june 28th oh really he said that in an interview with Flo that that's when he's going to be heading out there. So
0: I mean, they've got freshmen, maybe orientation and all that other stuff. Maybe oh, that's true. Yeah, getting acclimated to the the college. Um, but yeah, no, that's it's something that the uh, some of these guys aren't going to take their unofficials yet or the officials yet. But, uh, but yeah, looking forward to seeing what they find out on their unofficials.
1: So moving moving down today. Today's yes, a big day in the lives of the. Class of twenty twenty three are you know the guys currently finishing up their sophomore year. Today is the first time anybody is able to contact them, any coaches, college NCAA coaches, allowed to talk to them. Um, we got three guys from New York on the big board right now. I'm sure that'll you know that'll move up as we get going. But the number one guy in the class twenty twenty three, according to More Wrestling and uh, Willie Saylor, mascots, Tyler Ferrera, Shingle Forks he he's had a busy day today i'm not going to get into it too much but he's definitely gotten some phone calls and and some text messages today um i don't know much about max or or ethan but it's a good sign right i mean we're seeing these new york guys get get interest day one as soon as it's available here they go um i love seeing it i'm excited
0: yeah i'm not going to mention the other division one coach but uh he also sent me a message on twitter and said hey can you get contact information for some of these guys so um, it's nice to see, you know, them have interest. I guess, again, from our page, they're, they're following these guys, but uh, have interest in these guys, these New York guys and try to keep them in state. So I'm looking forward. Yeah. To and
1: guys, to- listen, you know, as we've been talking about this whole episode, we got coaches listening. There's people listening to your names, people listening to your recruiting profiles. They're also going to listen to your interviews. Okay. Feel free to reach out. We'd love to have you guys on, talk about what you're thinking about, talk about your future plans, you know maybe what you're going to major in you know let these guys let these coaches know who you are and let them know that you're interested all right it's only going to help you if you get on here unless you come on and decide to talk about something you did poor decisions but that's probably not a good idea so
0: yeah true um <laughs> yeah, just in the last 28 days i mean i mean, granted we don't have a huge following yet on um, facebook or just social media in general but uh 7000 people were reached in the last 20 days uh, 28 days on our facebook page like it just now, um, you know, Tyler Ferrer's profile, recruiting profiles, is it, off to a big start. A few Division One coaches have already liked it and uh, are, are looking at it. So I'm pumped. Um, it's definitely going to take people places. And uh, yeah, don't don't be afraid to reach out and and uh, shoot us a, a message or whatever you want to do to get your name out there and then get your profile out there as well.
1: We want to help you. <laughs> yeah. That's all we want. We want to help you guys get to the best place possible and get you guys in the best situation and bringing you on here. will definitely help you do that.
0: Yeah. So uh, like I said, Tyler's uh, re- recruiting profile is out there on more wrestling's Facebook and uh, Twitter. Feel free to go out and give it a like, give it a share, um, you know, get his name out there. And then we do have, I will be posting Max Gallagher's probably sometime tomorrow. You will know, give these guys a day to themselves for a recruiting profile. And then, uh, add another one and uh, I'll try to work my way down more wrestling's top 10 rankings, which we'll get into in a second.
1: Yeah. So the, the the, guy, the three guys, I don't know. I don't think we've mentioned Ethan yet, but Ethan Gallo menacing Valley was the third guy on uh class 23 big board. So Tyler Ferrer came in at number 20, uh, 58, uh, Max Gallagher came in at number 77. Ethan Gallo came in at number one thirty-two. Um, I had a little bit of a bone to pick with Tyler's ranking. Um, I mean I'm just happy he's on he's on there but he did, he does have wins over the number 30 and number 41 guy on that on the big board so Laridison. Uh no no Laridison I believe is um 22 isn't he
0: No I thought he was I thought I saw him on there but yeah no he does he has wins besides that um over yeah. you know some of these top guys Yeah so I mean I thought he could be
1: a little higher but you know I'm not I'm not going to complain or be super picky considering that, I mean he's going through the entire country trying to rank 250 guys from the same class. That cannot be an easy task. So, um, shout out to mass scouts for doing all that work. Um, did you get those rankings up or no?
0: Yeah, I got them. Um, so the more wrestling's top 10 in the class of 2023 rankings are at number 10. We've got Brady Unger of Fairport at number nine, we've got Donovan Smith of Tioga. Number eight, Justin Soriano of Clark. Number seven, Sean Campbell of Kopiag. Number six, Frankie Volp of Hopog. Five, Ethan Gallo of Mincing Valley. Number four, we got Nick Noto of Honey Balls, Lima. Number three, we got Sam Sorensen of Homer. Two, Max Gallagher, of Bayport Blue Point. And then number one, Tyler Ferreira of Shenango Forks.
1: Yeah. So as you can see, we kind of have a little bit differing opinions from from mascots there. Um, from, uh,
0: New York Wrestling News,
1: and, and from New York Wrestling News, but we all know oh, we, yeah, we know, yeah. you know, we love Smitty, but I think it's pretty well known he does he does his own formula, um, and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, I wanted to kind of put a little bit different, a little more opinions in there. Um, obviously everybody's got an opinion, but uh, I think based on results and you know, you know, just Overall recruit, I know Tyler better than these other guys, and so I know his personality. I know he's going to be a hard worker and a good recruit. Um, I do know Max Gallagher is also a really tough kid, really good recruit, good, and he works his butt off. Um, I felt Tyler winning a state title, two-time state finalist, was definitely you know enough to push him over top. He's also obviously ranked higher than Max at, the, at 120 pounds in the country right now. So obviously there's still room for these guys to flip-flop throughout the next couple of years. Um I also felt Sam Sorensen has done a lot, right? I mean he's he won two different state titles in one year. Um and he's only a sophomore at 220, right? Winning winning a state titles as a sophomore at 220 is not easy.
0: Yeah, and winning two of them is not easier
1: in the in the same year.
0: Got out Wyoming.
1: Right. So I felt I felt he he did deserve to uh Still maintain a top three ranking, and that's why I kind of left him there at number three. At number three, uh, moving down, Nick Noto, man, his run at states was hard to overlook. I mean, he wrestled all the way back after losing an early round match and and take and finishing in third place. I mean, you can't. I could. I personally couldn't overlook that. I thought he. I thought he deserved to, to to move into the number four spot.
0: Yeah, no, he had a great uh, New York State tournament, and it's just kind of more recency bias, I guess. Some of, I guess, for the formula, New York Wrestling News formula is maybe not necessarily what they've done, I guess, or who they've wrestled in the last several months during COVID. So,
1: well, actually, he did. He had he had uh, freestyle states and Greco states and stuff in there um, as part of the formula. I just, I just felt. I mean, he he also won freestyle states. He beat um, Conor Gregory in the finals. So. I mean, I, I feel like it's justified, and then obviously we already talked about Ethan Gallo. He comes in at number five, and then running up top ten, we, which you guys already talked, you already mentioned. So I'm not gonna go over that again. But yeah, I th- I think this is as of right now, I think this is the top ten in, in the class. Um, we're gonna work on doing some pound for pound over the whole state. I'm thinking maybe expanding to top twenty. Um, we're gonna. I'm not gonna include current seniors this year. I'm definitely just gonna do, you know the starting with the class of 22 as, as, as our, seniors. Right. So, and it'll, it'll update after, after Fargo, but I'm going to try to get a set out here hopefully tomorrow.
0: Yeah. Cause I mean, obviously we've got the top 10 in the class 2022. We've got the top 10 of the class 2023, but then we've got guys like Zach Ryder, PJ Duke and yep. uh, so on. Yep. So, th- those guys are obviously going to make an impact and uh, you know, it's going to be fun to talk about them and they're, they're still a year out or two years out from, Actually being recruited, but
1: who's higher yeah. right now, Rider or Duke? Mm, I don't it's gotta know. Got to be Ryder, right? Got to be Rider, right? Now that I'm thinking about it, he's got two state titles, right? You're yeah. Right.
0: I mean, in our right. rankings, I would put Rider ahead of Duke. Yeah, just, yeah. Yeah, PJ's also injured, so
1: right. I mean, he he probably yeah he would have won. I mean, it would have been if we had an ideal state tournament, right? I have I have that article that I haven't put out. I kind of want to. Feel, I kind of want to just put it out in like a regular Facebook post, but I did. I did write an article about the top ten guys that didn't wrestle at the Journeyman state tournament, and uh, obviously PGA Duke was right up there at the top of that list. And he, the other guy that wasn't there was Jay Schaefer, who we saw go on a crazy run at Northeast Regionals. And um, who else? He had he had another really good performance somewhere else. What am I thinking of? Oh, my goodness, it's going to kill me. I don't remember. He had a really good performance recently uh, that had me like, man, I would have loved to see a match between him and P.J. Duke. I think he's looked great um, as of late, and I think that would have been a great match. But that probably would have been your state final at 120 pounds
0: uh, had they both been there.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, But, yeah, like I do the profiles. You do the rankings. uh, So shout out for you on the rankings. I mean, you did the class 2022 top 10, class 2023 top 10. I did not have any factor in them. Um, so thank you, Kenny courts for saying all oh, more favorite <laughs> favorites when uh, you had Cole Balls and Carter bear one, two for the class of 2022.
1: Hey, uh, you know, I don't know how you could argue against that. Right. I mean, maybe you have bias, maybe I have bias and there could be argument here for max ahead of Tyler. I, I can see an argument, right? I, I weighed Tyler state title a little heavier, but in the class of 22, how can you argue somebody had a Carter and Cole?
0: I don't know. But uh, obviously, Kenny Courts did not take it as a compliment. He just said, you know, way to go for favorites. I mean, I would have ran with it, dude. Dude, you it's your two
1: out. of your kids. Just be happy.
0: <laughs> I thought that was funny. But, uh. Yeah, I guess moving on, um, I, I really wanted to talk about Justin Signorelli and uh, Alfred State. Oh, man, dude. Even having posts out left and right about their rep- their recruits coming in. Um, I'm going to
1: pull it up. Hold on one second.
0: You Go, uh, go ahead. Keep talking. I'm pulling oh, it no, up. I was just on their, their Instagram. So their Instagram, they, they bring up a great uh, profile for each kid, uh, right? Telling their potential weight that they plan on wrestling, you know, what their major plans to be and where they are wrestling, you know, out of the high school, what high school they attended. Um, looking at it they got three, six, nine, 12, 15, 18, 21, 20, Oh my goodness 23, what 23 uh recruits i mean i'm assuming they're all out of the class of um 2021 um so oh my goodness that's unreal what he's doing um and building the uh, ox gang down there in alfred state if you haven't listened to that episode uh, of talking about what he plans to do and you know what he's actually doing right now at alfred state i uh, give it a listen i'm not really positive what episode it was but it was early on in our i think the the first 10 episodes um yeah it's, it's awesome. justin
1: i'm gonna have to hit you up buddy
0: it's awesome to see that
1: killing it killing it
0: yeah
1: man do you have anything else man i, I mean
0: no i mean that's that about much covers it. there's on. a few fargo camps coming up um yep. you know i think you just said that there was one this past weekend uh, yeah, they one out in
1: Rochester on Saturday and Sunday this week.
0: A few more are coming up around the state. Uh, so, obviously, some of our guys are getting ready for the, the big show out there in Fargo, North Dakota. Um, if
1: you are in the area of Ithaca and you are on the Fargo team, the Fargo, New York team, and that means you are on the team, not that you want to be on the team, but if you are on the team, you can go to the Ultimate Athletics practices um, in Ithaca on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Yes.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, obviously get get ready for Fargo because it's coming and it's going to be a good time. People's stock's going to rise. People's stock's going to fall maybe a little bit, but uh, boy, we got four more weeks um, until the New York team makes their way out to Fargo, North Dakota and competes for a stop sign. Dude, how, who's winning a stop sign? I don't know. I, I really want to put a list together of the New York guys that are, are going, right? I mean, we kind of have an idea of who wrestled at the freestyle states and whatnot, but I bet I can get that list soon. Yeah, there's more, you know, to it than just that. So, yeah, I really want to put a list together and and talk about the the team that we're sending out out west. I'll
1: reach out and see if I can get a list here soon.
0: All right, then. Uh, That about covers it for episode 38. Thanks again for listening. Peace out. Peace out.